The Last Word with Matt Cooper. And you're very welcome back to The Last Word. Frank Rainey here filling in on the show for Matt Cooper. Today, the ISPCA has launched an urgent national appeal as many of its rescue centres are coming under pressure to keep up with a sharp rise in the number of animal cruelty cases across the country. Dr Cyril O'Sullivan, uh, Chief Executive of ISPCA, joins us now to discuss. Cyril, according to your appeal, more animals are being abandoned, abused or neglected than ever before. How bad have things gotten and can you maybe give us some examples about the condition of these rescued animals? Thanks, Frank. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the ISPCA, I suppose, we're, we're launching our appeal today on the basis that we really feel we're in the middle of a national crisis in animal welfare. Uh, we have, uh, as you pointed out in the introduction there, we have uh, rescued uh, an unprecedented number of dogs in particular over the last six months. Towards the end of 2022 and into 2023, the numbers have increased significantly to the point where the number of dogs we rescued last year are now the number of dogs that we've received for the first half of this year. So it's effectively doubling for the year. The problem with that is is that our cows are full. Uh, So we have our cows full, our centres full uh, in Donegal, Longford, Cork and Wicklow. So we are now in a situation where we have to rent temporary cows to be able to house all these animals that are coming in. We're, We're determined from our our board of directors to the senior management team of the team on the ground, we are not going to leave any dog behind. Right to, uh, to our stakeholders, including the department and the Minister of Agriculture. So we're, we're determined to keep working and working our way through this. However, as I said, we are full. And uh, so we have um, our uh, centres uh, full, but we have a plan in place. And just to go back in terms of the examples, just to give one or two examples of the types of issues we're facing. The full spectrum is there. So two weeks ago, we had uh, a call into our call centre. We get between ten and 15,000 calls into our call centre every year in Longford where people are concerned about animals. So there was a a, a, a neighbour seemed to have a lot of noise, dog noises coming out in terms of barking and protracted uh, noise. So our inspector called out. What we found was 116 dogs in crates and, and in desperate conditions in a, a shed. Uh, no light, no exercise, uh, very little food. Uh, now we are already full and we already have our uh, private uh, kennels full but we were determined not to leave one of those behind as I said so we our inspectors and our, our animal care assistants and managers from across the country converged on the centre and rescued all those animals so that's the type of thing we're dealing with and really I can come back to the reasons of that in a second but yeah. that's what we're dealing with and I suppose the appeal today just to emphasise the appeal today we, we have our strength and our power has come from our supporters over the year we have a lot of animal lovers in Ireland who support us but we, we are an exceptional circumstance we honestly believe it's a national crisis so we, we are launching this appeal on the basis that we're, we're calling on uh, all those people who have supported us and animal lovers across Ireland to um, you know to, to step forward and help to, to save those animals for us and to, to make donations if they can ispca.ie forward slash donate so uh, uh, yep yeah. And I, I suppose I suppose something that's something that's caught my ear there was the timeline. You say this has kind of been creeping up since the end of last year, the beginning of this year. Do you think it's a direct correlation with the amount of lockdown pets, dogs that were or pets of any uh, particular breed that were brought in specifically? I suppose during the lockdown when people were at home, and then when people start to go back to work, they don't have the wherewithal, the time, or perhaps the resources to look after them. Is 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 that perhaps feeding into the problem? 
That's it, Frank. It's a case that what we found is that uh, during COVID, um, everybody was at home. They had their families at home. And an ideal time to bring an animal like pets in, and namely dogs, were the, the most popular. And we all we all heard the stories of prices for dogs, you know, tripling and quadrupling. So it was a massive demand. So what we found is that the breeders, be them legal or illegal, uh, expanded significantly during that time. Then as uh, COVID lifted, it was a big benefit to society, but it wasn't a much benefit to... Uh, pet animals in that. Uh, a large number of them then found themselves in uh, breeder centres uh, not being, uh, with no market effect, the market disappearing. And we also have people going back into the office uh, who would have rehomed and taken animals in who believe they didn't have time to do so. So they've now, uh, we've sort of had a double effect. A large increase in the cruelty cases and uh, a lack of people to take animals into their home. And, and what about the owners of, of these animals that, that, that abandon them or treat them so cruelly or neglect them? I mean, do you think the law is strong enough in this particular area? You know, are owners held accountable for their actions? And if so, you know, what are the penalties? Are they strict enough to act as a deterrent? Yeah, the, the law is strong. I mean, the 2013 Animal Health and Welfare Act has very clear uh, penalties. and they, they can be up to a quarter of a million in fines and they can be up to five years in jail. So there is the, the, the level of sanction on the law is, is very strong. I suppose the issue is really uh, we have an exceptional circumstance post-COVID. We have to get resources into enforcement. The ISPCA's inspectors work with the Department of Agriculture in terms of bringing cases to court. And we, we bring about 26 to 30 of those a year into court and uh, without exception, uh, they're successful in terms of prosecution. So mm. we, we are uh, delivering on enforcement, but at the, the level of resources, as I said, is just badly needed at the moment. The ISPCA, in terms of, we have a simple plan in terms of trying to get ourselves through this. We believe uh, if we can get through 2023, uh, things will stabilise in 24. So our plan is simple, as I said, provide temporary kenneling to any uh, dog coming into us, uh, be it private or within our own centres, uh, to increase our vet services, because obviously these animals are coming from a cruel situation and need uh, services and need support. Yeah. We also then intend to build. So we have to build enough of investments and monies that we didn't expect to spend, so we're going to have to do that over the summer. And then finally... And, and could you even put, could you even put a number on how much it's, it's costing to, you mentioned, temporary accommodation for these animals? I mean, that's coming at a huge expense, I would imagine. Yeah. So if you take, uh, for us, um, it's going to be a deficit of about a half a million for us at the end of the year if uh, if we don't uh, launch this appeal, wow. if we didn't launch this appeal. So we're, we're looking for that level of help uh, from, as I said, across the country. Uh, we are determined to keep working. We're determined not to leave one animal behind us. Uh, we're very confident that we will get the support. Uh, we, we know animal lovers across Ireland will step forward and, and help us at this time. So it's a case that uh, we keep working our way We have a passionate team passionate board, passionate management team, passionate team on the ground, passionate volunteers and passionate supporters. So we were confident to get through it, but we're left with no alternative to to launch an appeal, as I said. That level of spend uh, and deficit isn't really sustainable for a charity. Even though we're the largest animal welfare charity in Ireland, it's really not sustainable. Okay, we we have run out of time now, but before we go, just a quick reminder to our listeners about how they can go about helping ease the burden on on the organisation. Yeah, so if they go to ispca.ie website for slash donate, and if they, the smallest amount, you know, any amount would be a big help to us. They go directly into saving animals and saving animal lives. Our appeal is stop the pain, and it's, it's a case that uh, we're just asking people to step forward if they can and to help us. It's, it is a crucial time for us. Okay, uh, Dr. Cyril O'Sullivan, CEO of the ISPCA. Thank you very much for that. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.